The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. According to United Nations statistics, in 2012, there were 12,971,000 marriages in China. In the United States, more than 2 million weddings take place annually, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. My friends, the history of civilization is based on the family. But today, the institution of marriage is under attack. When the great Roman Empire emphasized family, it endured. But when marriages fragmented, the empire declined. The historian Jerome Carcapino quotes the Roman author Seneca who observed, they divorce in order to remarry, they marry in order to divorce. That's from Daily Life in Ancient Rome, page 100. Today, our Western world promotes sexual immorality. The media and segments of society even attack traditional moral lifestyles. They ridicule the concept of sin. But your Bible reveals the certain penalties and consequences of sin and sexual immorality. On the other hand, does God in heaven actually expect human beings to enjoy sex? What does your Bible reveal about sex and sin? Stay tuned. Warm greetings to you all. One of the most inspiring family ceremonies is that of a wedding, when a man and a woman become husband and wife. The wedding ceremony is an inspiring event. An adult man and woman come to love one another and commit themselves in marriage for life. Marriage and the family have always been the building blocks and foundation for society and for nations. But today, my friends, the institution of marriage is under attack. Many flaunt the attitude, we can have sex any way we want it without anyone stopping us. Incredibly, much of society even supports and encourages any kind of sex outside of marriage. The great Roman Empire decayed when families fragmented. In his book, Ancient Education and Today, E.B. Castle wrote this, quote, added to this initial cause of family disruption, that is, the increasing absence of traveling businessmen from their families, was the consequent easy attitude to the marriage tie, the increasing frequency of divorce, and the growing freedom and laxity in women's morals, all of which ended in a loosening of the old family unit in which the best in Roman character had its roots, end of quote. History has demonstrated that rampant sexual immorality leads to decline and decay in civilized society. Now in the 21st century, history is beginning to repeat itself with increasing fornication, adultery, sexual perversion, pornography, and rejection of traditional marriage and family life. My friends, your Bible reveals the penalties and consequences of national and personal sin. On the other hand, the Bible also reveals the way to national greatness and personal peace and abundant living. If you have your Bible, Turn to Proverbs, the 14th chapter. 
Here is a description for godly character. Proverbs 14 and verse 34. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. What defines righteousness? God in heaven defines what is right and what is wrong. Psalm 119 verse 172 tells us, My tongue shall speak of your word, for all your commandments are righteousness. Our Western nations prospered when they honored the Ten Commandments. Now our nations are attacking the Ten Commandments, and our nations will pay the penalty. But you and your family can grow in godly righteousness. And if you've been personally sexually immoral, can you be forgiven of your sexual sins? Can you change your lifestyle and learn abundant living, including biblical sexuality and morality? On today's program, we'll answer those questions, and we'll be offering you one of the most important booklets that will show you the way to abundant living and godly blessings. It's titled, The Ten Commandments. This inspiring free booklet will answer your questions regarding sex and sin. This booklet will help you see the application of the Ten Commandments in the 21st century. You and your children need these positive principles and biblical precepts. Be sure to write down the phone number on your screen. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. My friends, God Almighty is the author of marriage. He created sex for marriage. As he said, the two shall become one flesh. And who joins man and woman together? As Jesus said, therefore what God has joined together, let not man separate. That's Matthew 19, verse 6. God defines marriage between a man and a woman. Human beings think they know better than their creator. The Defense of Marriage Act, or DOMA, D-O-M-A, was United States federal law until June 26, 2013, when the U.S. Supreme Court struck down the law as unconstitutional. The decision was divided five to four. Chief Justice John Roberts gave this dissenting opinion, quote, Interests in uniformity and stability amply justified Congress's decision to retain the definition of marriage that at that point, listen to this, had been adopted by every state in our nation and every nation in the world. I think the majority goes off course, as I have said, but it is undeniable that its judgment is based on federalism, end of quote. Yes, as Chief Justice John Roberts stated, Every nation in the world has understood the definition of marriage between a man and a woman. But our world is now descending into sexual immorality to the extent God will judge the nations for their unrighteousness and their destruction of the God-given family unit. God sent ancient Israel into captivity for its sinfulness. The prophet Amos recorded God's profound judgment on that nation. For they do not know to do right, says the Lord. That's Amos 3, verse 10. My friends, if we were teaching our children in every generation the Ten Commandments, our peoples would know what is right. The majority of our peoples are fast coming under God's judgment, for they do not know to do right. My friends, while the world descends into darkness, you can be a light in this world. You can know the difference between godly sex in marriage and sinful sex that leads to death. Romans 6.23 tells us, 
the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You can support biblical righteousness and the way of life taught by Jesus Christ. What did Jesus tell the rich man who asked him what he needed to do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said, but if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. That's Matthew 19, verse 17. Jesus then stated several of the Ten Commandments. My friends, the world needs to love God and to love our neighbors, and we individually need to practice that way of life. To help you in your study of sex and sin, and to help you in learning more deeply the way of God's love, I'd like to offer you our exciting and inspiring free booklet, The Ten Commandments. This booklet will help you and your family live by God's law of love. You'll learn about the positive applications of these great laws. This exciting free booklet will help you personally, and it will help you in teaching your children true biblical values for living. You need this inspiring booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy of the Ten Commandments. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org, or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. You can also find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Tomorrow's World. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. And remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. In the first part of our program, we saw that biblical marriage and the family are under attack even by the judicial court system. We also saw that God is the one who instituted marriage in the first place. As Jesus said in Matthew 19:5, the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two but one flesh. Therefore what God has joined together, let not man separate. God intended husband and wife to become one flesh to enjoy the pleasures of godly sex in marriage. Turn in your Bible to Hebrews, the 13th chapter. Here God gives us a positive statement on marriage, and it contrasts with fornication and adultery. Hebrews 13 and verse 4. Marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled. Yes, the bed is symbolic of sexual relations in marriage. God even instructs husbands and wives to submit to each other sexually. You can read about that in 1 Corinthians, the 7th chapter, verses 1 through 5. Does God expect married couples to be sexually active? At least six times in the book of Genesis, God commanded married couples, be fruitful and multiply. My friends, the Bible is very clear. God created sex for marriage and family. Remember, the Bible also reveals that marriage is only between a man and a woman. In the Bible... 
And in the real world of spiritual divine law, there's no such thing as same-sex marriage. The Bible plainly reveals that any sexual relationship outside of marriage between a man and a woman is sin. Let's read Hebrews 13, verse 4 again. Marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. My friends, God created sex. He defines the misuse of sex as sin. Listen, God commands all human beings, you shall not commit adultery. That's the seventh commandment in Exodus 20, verse 14. All Bible students should know the definition of sin. 1 John 3, verse 4. Whosoever commits sin transgresses also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. That's in the King James Version. Some atheists admit that they reject biblical and spiritual morality in their lives because they want to have sex any way and any time they want apart from spiritual values. Increasingly, more and more people are rejecting spiritual reality and spiritual morality. My friends, should so-called sexual freedom to commit every sexual sin be your motivation? Listen, there are real consequences in transgressing God's holy spiritual laws. He has placed in motion unseen spiritual laws that are just as powerful as the law of gravity. There is cause and effect. Notice this immutable law in Galatians, the sixth chapter, Galatians 6 and verse 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. The first century city of Corinth in Greece was a center of worldwide commerce, but it was also a center of paganism, idolatry, and sexual immorality. Many Corinthians repented of their sinful lifestyle and became Christians. The Apostle Paul warned them against the temptations of their day. 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 9. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. My friends, are you practicing any of those behaviors? God says that none of those individuals will inherit the kingdom of God. Some of the Corinthians had repented of those lifestyles and sins, and they were forgiven. The Apostle Paul continues in 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 11. And such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Thank God that you can be forgiven if you repent. Turn in your Bible to Jeremiah, the 23rd chapter. Jeremiah 23, verse 10. Ancient Israel and Judah had committed sexual immorality. God indicted the religious leaders as well. God says through the prophet Jeremiah, For the land is full of adulterers, for because of a curse the land mourns. The pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up. Their course of life is evil and their might is not right. Now notice this, for both prophet and priest are profane. Yes, in my house I have found their wickedness, says the Lord. 
That's Jeremiah 23, verses 10 and 11. Even in our modern world, some religious leaders are also profane. According to one study conducted by Baylor University, quote, more than 3% of women who had attended a congregation in the past month reported that they had been the object of CSM, clergy sexual misconduct, at some time in their adult lives, end of quote. Yes, even some religious ministers in our day and age are guilty of sexual immorality. Some religious ministers also have problems with pornography. This 2001 issue of Christianity Today magazine featured an unusual cover story, Pastors and Porn. Even back then, the article reported, quote, the number of pastors becoming tangled in the web is growing. In August 1999, 11% of the calls received on Focus on the Family Pastoral Care Line were about pastors and online porn. In August 2000, online porn worries prompted 20% of the calls, end of quote. The prophet Jeremiah condemns a society that practices adultery and sexual immorality. You can read about that in the third and fifth chapters of Jeremiah. Let's read that in Jeremiah 5, verse 29. Shall I not punish them for these things, says the Lord? Shall I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? An astonishing and horrible thing has been committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule by their own power. And my people love to have it so. But what will you do in the end? God warns us that people who seek out religious leaders to justify their own immorality will be judged right along with those religious leaders. In Romans, the first chapter, the Apostle Paul lists multiple sins of the God-rejecting society of his day, including sexual immorality. Through Paul, in verse 32, God is telling us that those who approve of such sins are just as guilty as those who practice them. What is the solution for our society? My friends, when any government prohibits the posting of the Ten Commandments in public buildings, it is headed for a moral meltdown. But we individually can learn the true way of love toward God and love toward neighbor. We simply need to practice the Ten Commandments in the 21st century. To help you in your study of the Bible, i like to offer you this exciting and inspiring free booklet, The Ten Commandments. This booklet will help you and your family apply God's law of love. You'll learn about the positive applications of these great laws. As Jesus said to the young rich man, if you will enter into life, keep the commandments. Be sure to request your copy of this inspiring free booklet, The Ten Commandments. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook. Watch us on YouTube and follow us on Twitter. As we've seen, God defines marriage as between one man and one woman, and sexual practices outside of marriage are sin. But many wrongly believe they can engage in sexual fantasies without sinning. My friends, let's understand. Sin begins in the mind and often leads to the practice of sexual addiction and sexual immorality. The Barner Research Classic Survey of 10 Moral Behaviors revealed that 59% of Americans believe that sexual fantasies were morally acceptable. Can you commit sexual lust in your mind without any penalty? Absolutely not. 
What did Jesus say about lusting? Matthew 5 and verse 27. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Millions of people commit spiritual adultery every day in their lust for pornography. How many men and women around the world are even addicted to pornography? There are no solid statistics, but one article titled Porn Addiction Destroys Relationships Lives stated this, quote, the National Council on Sexual Addiction and Compulsivity estimates that six to eight percent of Americans or 18 million to 24 million people are sex addicts. And 70% of sex addicts report having a problem with online sexual behavior, end of quote. How addictive is pornography? Listen to this report from Christianity Today magazine, October 2013. Quote, neurological research has revealed that the effect of internet pornography on the human brain is just as potent, if not more so, than addictive chemical substances such as cocaine or heroin. In a statement before Congress, Dr. Jeffrey Satinover, a psychiatrist, psychoanalyst, physicist, and former fellow in psychiatry at Yale, cautioned, with the advent of the computer, the delivery system for this addictive stimulus, internet pornography, has become nearly resistance-free. It is as though we have devised a form of heroin 100 times more powerful than before, usable in the privacy of one's own home and injected directly to the brain through the eyes. It's now available in unlimited supply via a self-replicating distribution network glorified as art and protected by the Constitution, end of quote. My friends, if you have such a problem with pornography, it's time to repent of your addiction and your sins. Get down on your knees and confess your sins to God. Read your Bible. Read this encouraging promise in 1 John 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Our Western world is moving more and more away from godly values. Our peoples are increasingly approving of sexual immorality and practicing sexual immorality. They are rejecting the Ten Commandments. My friends, God created sex for marriage and for intimacy, romance, and love in marriage, and to build a family. God's way is the way of joy, peace, giving, serving, caring, and loving. The Ten Commandments show us the way of love, love toward God and love toward our neighbor. My friends, while the world increasingly rejects that way of love, you need to embrace it. You can learn more about God's love by studying your Bible. To help you in that study, I'd like to offer you this inspiring free booklet, The Ten Commandments. Just think, if our families and nations would keep just one of these commandments, what a different world it would be. These commandments describe God's law of love. In this free booklet, you'll learn positive applications of these great laws. If everyone kept the fifth and the seventh commandments, societies and nations would experience stable and happy families. The fifth commandment states, Honor your father and mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Exodus 20, verse 12. The seventh commandment states, You shall not commit adultery. This booklet will help you personally, and it will help you in teaching your children true biblical values for living. 
So pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy of the Ten Commandments. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. You can also find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Tomorrow's World. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. And remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. On today's program, we've seen that God is the author of marriage between one man and one woman. And God expects them to enjoy sex in their loving families. He gave instruction to the patriarch Noah and his sons, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth, Genesis 9, verse 1. Christian families understand the need for sexual faithfulness within a marriage. Two of the Ten Commandments directly relate to sex and sin. The Seventh Commandment, You shall not commit adultery. And the Tenth Commandment, You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. Some of you watching this program may be considering marriage, but be sure that you are acknowledging God in your marriage. The happiest couples commit their lives to practicing God's laws of love. A traditional wedding vow makes a lifelong commitment. The groom might say to his bride, I take you to be my wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better or for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish from this day forward until death do us part. The family rejoices in this new marriage. Living by God's laws of love and the Ten Commandments produces happy families, rejoicing in family reunions, and learning to serve their church and community. My friends, God's way of life produces happiness, fulfillment, and lasting success. If you have problems with sexual sins, you need to repent. You need to seek the way of life through our living Savior, Jesus Christ. As he stated in John 10, verse 10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. God Almighty expects husbands and wives to enjoy sex in their marriage. You can live that abundant life. One of the first steps is to read your Bible and learn to live by its principles that bring great blessings. You need to study the Ten Commandments. God has promised through the New Covenant to write His laws of love on your heart and mind. You can read about that in Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verses 16 and 17. The Ten Commandments express God's love for all human beings. Be sure to request our free inspiring booklet, The Ten Commandments. It will help you and your family learn the way of abundant living in the 21st century. And be sure to join us every week on Tomorrow's World. 
Roderick Meredith and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. We invite you to join our colleagues, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will also share with you the awesome truths of the Bible, the deeper meaning of life, and the prophecies of tomorrow's world. So be sure to join us again next week, right here at the same time. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. And remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.